Eufy is sponsoring today's video. They reached out to me. I tested out their video lock. It is a game changer. I'm going to paint a picture for you for why I'm so excited to work with them. So you're getting home. Your arms are loaded with groceries or packages or boxes or everything. And your keys are in your pocket. This drives me nuts. This happens all the time. I upgraded to the Eufy video lock. Fingerprint tap i'm inside and honestly i also feel way safer it's got this awesome built-in camera so whether it's a package delivery or late night uber order i see exactly who's there right from my phone there are no more mystery knocks and the best part this thing was such a breeze to set up there's no wires there's no drilling uh, there's also no monthly subscription fees so if you are done fumbling with your keys because i definitely am search for eufy video lock or head over to eufyofficial.com slash video lock your front door, your sanity. Hi, it's Scott here. On these lessons episodes of my podcast, I'll be selecting my favorite lessons from various guests and episodes of Success Story. Today, you're going to hear from Sean Cruz, VP of Sales at RSA Security. He is a tenured sales leader with over 30 years experience. He's worked for some of the largest organizations in the world. He gives us the blueprint for how to hire, train, and ensure sales rep success. In a perfect training environment, you kind of have three elements. There's corporate methodology because you need to have, you know, corporate training to understand the company and how the company, so that's one element. The second element is the mentorship and, and leadership of a sales leader or someone that you can attach someone to that can provide that. And then the third element is just go try. And, and the, the go try part is the biggest part of it. So what we need to do, uh, you know, there's a there's a game called rebound. It's a, I don't know, you know, it, it, it's still out in the market. It's little marbles and, you're, and they bounce up. <laughs> yes. Like shuffleboard. Yeah. You know, I always say to junior salespeople, my job is to provide you the boundaries so you can bounce back and forth so you don't hurt yourself. But the best person to help you is yourself. Take this methodology, which is the corporate side, learn from it. Take what I provide you and learn from it and then go out and learn and practice and skill and, and see how that develops and then do it again. It's like a constant cycle. Do you find do you find that sales reps um, or do it could be coming from the coming from sales and coming from tech or people that are coming from the outside. Do you find that they try and default onto you as like a, a, a resource that they should be using a little bit less, but they try and use more uh, than they should be sort of like, they're just like always coming back, always asking questions, uh, scared to go out on their own when you, when you try that. Uh, I think, you know, part, part of, part of what we need to do as sales leaders is be prepared to make tough decisions about personalities, right? Mm -hmm. I've met a lot of great people that are in the wrong positions. And, th and that's not a statement on, you know, a, a, someone's value. It's a statement on the fact that, that we put you in the wrong position. So let's find a good spot. So, you know, there's no bad questions and there's, there's no bad engagement with a sales leader unless it happens 100 times. If it's constant and consistent. So what, what I look for is, you know, incremental development because it takes time. You know, if you ask me the same question three or four times, I'm okay with that because I want you to be really good at that. And and part of my job is to, when you ask me a question three times, I'm going to apply that to you and see if you're learning over time. If you ask me the same question eight or nine times, maybe that's, 
you know, maybe that's an indicator that we should yeah. look at elements. So it's the balance between the two. There's no right and wrong answer there because sometimes you have to be patient, that little extra bit with certain people. Others go fast. Others go slow. You kind of have to just watch and see because not everybody matures at the same pace. And, you know, I've seen some really great salespeople mature just beyond the point where people were ready to move them into some other role and they just needed that extra little. So being, you know, the difference between being a good sales leader and a great sales leader is figuring out when you put too much in and you may need to make a move versus when you're right close to having someone be the person that you've been training them for. And, and how do you how do you see that? Like, how do you see if somebody is because um, obviously you want to try and push those people into the right position when you're hiring and onboarding them because you don't it's expensive to to let them flounder in a role for a, like a significant period of time. So what what are the person? Well, I guess you kind of mentioned the personality traits, but what what other what other items would you look for outside of just uh, almost like um like a. I'm blanking on the word, uh, um, just like a, a very charismatic individual who is okay at approaching people. What other traits would you look for in somebody when you are bringing them on uh, that would support their their success outside of just just their personality? Well, I think you know, um, you know, personality is is top of mind, but I think certainly kind of appearance. So the the second thing you want to look for is is you know how does somebody appear you know they present themselves yeah you know and and some sometimes simple things you know personal hygiene yeah you know how does somebody carry themselves in the con are their hands clean like yeah. simple things that that you can pay attention to over time and and you know are they dressed well nice you know different things like that and that's not always a, a perfect indicator but certainly you know, personality is number one, you know, appearance is number two, because the, the other, you know, you can you can train somebody and teach somebody on technology. You can teach them methodology, but you can't teach them, you know, personality and you yeah. can't teach them hygiene and personal presentation personal and just professional, professional appearance and whatnot. Exactly. So so that's great. So let's talk more. Um, so we've we sort of spoken on uh, on hiring and what to look for outside of the, the traditional norm. We've spoken about like uh, like coaching and accountability um, for for an individual to be effective. Obviously, it depends on the market, uh, but for sales strategy, how do, how do you, what type of sales strategy does RFA or do you uh, subscribe to when actually interacting and, and dealing with customers? Is there a certain one that like is like a, is a Sandler or is a challenge or is it just like that we focus on solving solutions and, and identifying pain points. And it's more like a high level, like what is, what is your, your thought on that? Well, I think, you know, it, it um, every organization will have a variation of its own sales methodology. So we here at RSA use force management, you know, in, in previous lives, we've used Sandler, Bosworth, you know, at, at the end of the day, as a sales leader, over the course of your career, you're going to get exposed to different methodologies. So, you know, I think out of that methodology, um, you know, great, great sales leaders incorporate multiple elements as part of a regional development strategy. So one of the things that always frustrated me throughout my career is that we take salespeople 
drop them into a territory, and then a year later wonder why they haven't been successful. Because if you're in sales, you should just go sell, right? <laughs> the reality is, you know, organizations need to take a significant level of accountability. And I, I, I talk to my sales team about this, and I talk to my sales leaders. I believe a corporation generally should provide you 50% of the in-region kind of support. And when I say, you know, when I use that number, you know, so as a sales leader, I, I look to bring in partners, bring in channel, bring in my field marketing, bring in my own network and Rolodex mm -hmm. and others into a region, into a territory to help my rep create demand. It's my job to help that early funnel and develop that early funnel with a sales rep in every region that I manage. And I think if I am accountable for half, well, guess who's accountable for the other half? Yeah. And I think, you know, given the amount of investment that we make in selecting somebody and training them, we spend a year, year and a half, you know, it behooves us as an organization to invest intelligently in the development of the territory in support of the goals of the territory. So I, I apply a really somewhat unique model in the sense that I actually carve the, 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 the business plan, for lack of a better description, into two elements. Here's what I'm going to do in your territory. Here are the things that we as a company are going to provide to you. Field marketing, channel development, mm -hmm. different resources, events, workshops, business development. There's our half. Now let's look at the work that you're doing to accelerate what we're providing and create the other half of your pipeline. And I think that's something that you know a lot of sales leaders don't really, because it means I'm accountable to my team. Yeah across the board in individual elements. And I think, you know, that's one of the areas that I think every company can improve on is really understand, like we owe our teams and our individuals effort. We owe them investment. We're accountable to assist, you know, so I'm responsible for vision. I'm responsible for strategy. I'm responsible for resourcing and a bunch of other elements to help you so now that you got all these tools, how are you going to then take these tools and give me the other half? It, it almost it almost helps um, make the accountability place on the on the rep a little bit more easy to swallow because now they know that you're coming to bat for them. And I think it's I think that's a really good point that a lot of um, a lot of organizations don't do this well uh, because how many times and it's it's ridiculous because they invest thousands, hundreds of thousands in training development, then it's like sink or swim by here's the phone book, go sell, which doesn't really make any sense because I've already invested thousands of dollars in you as a, as a rep. So why wouldn't I support you to the best of my ability? That's a, that's a really, it's a really strong point. And I think that more organizations, that's probably why as a, as a sales leader, as an organization, you're, you are successful because you don't have that, uh, you know, just sink or swim mentality. You kind of, you really do support. Um, no, that, that's, yeah. Just to add to that, in, you know, one of the things that anyone in sales, when you're going through the interview process, very often we don't spend enough time asking questions about the company's thought process around in-region development. How much field marketing has been applied into the region over the last year? How many workshops have the company done? How many executives have visited into the territory? How many customers are there? There's a whole series of really great questions that should be asked in an interview process of salespeople to really understand what you're getting into. It doesn't mean you don't take the job if those things aren't there. Mm -hmm. What it does mean is that you really understand the situation you're entering into, and it allows you to then 
go back and go, okay, so we talked about this in the interview. You said, you know, there was no field marketing for the last year. How are we going to increase that? Because that's 15% of my business development number. Yeah. What about this? What about that? And I think, you know, some advice that I can give to anyone, whether you're a sales leader or someone that's going through an interview process, it doesn't really matter. That's a really healthy conversation to have. What are we doing within these eight regions, these 10 regions? Let's pair each one off and look at Ottawa. What's going on in Ottawa? When mm -hmm. was the last time an executive was there? What relationships do we have? There's a lot of really great questions that are really simple. And very often we're afraid to ask them because people, because if I ask, yeah. I, I might be accountable for something afterwards. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it. Each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works. One data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information. But Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. 
They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay. And what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch US-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professional to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much indeed for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 